You're listening to The Real Wealth Show with Kathy Fetke, the real estate investor's resource. Welcome to The Real Wealth Show. I'm Kathy Fetke coming to you live from Park City, Utah. And I'm here with my hubby and co-CEO, Rich Fetke. Welcome, Rich. Thank you. Great to be here, obviously. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, really great. Every year, we do a ski trip for our anniversary. And this year, uh, we are doing it again here in Park City. Our 22nd year. Amazing. (laughs) Pure bliss. It's better every day. Seriously, you're you're amazing. Likewise. Um, And it's so nice that we can celebrate our anniversary in Park City, where we also have our development. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it's kind of business and pleasure at the same time. Yeah, that yeah. discovery development that we're doing we went by it and it's looking good. It's exciting. It's, it's so exciting on track. And I've just been looking at comps around here. I can't help myself, you know, I just have to. <laughs> and I, I'm just blown away that. Oh, did you hear that? That was dynamite <laughs> because we just got what, 22 inches of snow in the last 24 hours? In the last 24 hours, 13 inches overnight. So we are about to head out on the slopes after we record this. It's just a gift for our anniversary. 22 inches of snow on our 22nd anniversary. (laughs) Thank Thank you, Mother Nature. Thank you. Awesome. (laughs) Can't wait. So we have to be really on time with this interview because we got to get out there and be first on the freshies. Sounds good. (laughs) Let's do it. All right. So every year we start the year at Real Wealth Network with a kickoff event that is the Focused Investor event. Mm-hmm. And you do your famous presentation on really how to have your best year yet. And I do my predictions. And mm. we had such an amazing turnout this year. It was amazing. Yeah. San Mateo and LA were just packed, packed houses and just great energy in the room. I love a bunch of people came up to me after and, and before and just said, you know, this is my seventh year I've done this or my third year I've done this or I did it last year. So hearing the feedback of what people have gained from Focus Investor and all that is, is really cool. And don't forget to mention your gift. You got a doll. I did. <laughs> I did. I got a little guy, Mr. Um, Mr. Pep Talk. Mr. Pep Talk. Yeah. So thank you to the one of our members came up and gave me that. And she told me the story about her husband who a couple of years ago attended Focus Investor and wasn't feeling as on track in his life. And it helped him get on track and he launched this product. And so she gave it to me and you squeeze his belly and he says things like, Good job. You're doing great. <laughs> it's really good. It's Everyone really needs a Mr. Pep Talk. I just happen to be married to one. <laughs> I'm lucky. Uh, so I thought on today's show, you could give us the highlights of your Focused Investor Talk and for those who couldn't attend or for those who, who did and just want to hear it again. Absolutely. Yeah. And I think what we should do, because we don't have the time to do the full 90 minutes, but we did have the video crew there. So we have the whole thing on video. So you'll be able to go to the website, go to realwealthshow.com, right? And yep, realwealthshow.com. Be able, to, be able to check it out and see the video, watch it. All of our educational content is free, as you probably know. So we'll have that there. And hopefully we can also get the life balance wheel, which I'll talk about in a little bit up there as a download so people can actually go through and do that exercise. I think we can get it done. Cool. Awesome. We have an amazing team. (laughs) (laughs) One of the things I always start Focus Investor, one of my favorite quotes from Zig Ziglar is, he says, people often say that motivation doesn't last. Well, neither does bathing. That's why we recommend it daily. Well, or every other day. <laughs> if it's me. You know, I love that one because it's like, yeah, motivation doesn't always last. We need that pep talk, right? We need that little charge. We need to look at what's working, what's not working, and how we can improve and how we can become better versions of ourselves. So that's, mm-hmm. that's what the whole Focus Investor is about. Yes, it's for investors. 
Yes, it's for real wealth, but as you know, as we know, real wealth is not just about making a whole bunch of money. There's some people are so poor, all they have is money. So it's really about uh, finding having joy, finding joy, having the money, but also the freedom to live life on your own terms. So that's really what it's all about. And I do want to say that you absolutely walk the talk on that. You never are happy just being status quo. Yeah. And I mean, that's for human beings. No one is really happy being status quo. That's what Plato said. He said, we're either growing or we're dying. You can't be, there's no just staying static. So I love that. And I love it. It's all about improving and getting things better. Every year we do the same process with our whole team at Real Wealth Network. We look at what's working, uh, what are our strengths, what are our weaknesses, what obstacles do we have, what threats, what, how can we get better? Uh, and it's worked incredibly well for our business. And it's really just who you are. You've never been afraid of looking at your weaknesses. And that has really rubbed off on me. Even if it's skiing, you want to, you know, film it so that you can look at how you can improve. What are you doing mm. that maybe isn't working? Where a lot of people are just afraid to look at reality. They think it's, uh, you know, thinking negative or, you know, what's bad about me. It's not that at all. It's about how can I improve? How can I get better? Just even a little bit. Yeah. And what I learned this year a lot and took me, it took me 55 years to learn it was to not just look at strengthening weaknesses, Mm -hmm. but finding out what are our greatest strengths and unique abilities and how can we do more of that and put more of a focus on that. Look at the weaknesses and find out who's someone who has the strength, you know, Mm -hmm. especially when we're looking at being real estate investors. It's like if you don't have all the knowledge in one area, you don't have to get all the knowledge as other people who are experts. As you and I know, I mean, we always go into experts getting their input. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just get people to do the stuff you're not good at. I'm going to be super honest. I'm not good at house cleaning. Like, really, <laughs> even if I had time to do it, I am terrible. Yeah. No one would want to eat off my floors. And you don't enjoy it either. <laughs> and I don't yeah. enjoy it. So, That's the big thing. You know, we get, we get people who can clean. We get people who can do our books. Boy, no one wants me to do our bookkeeping. Yeah, or me. <laughs> and I don't want to do them. Yeah, it's really cool. So Focus Investor event, we start off going through this whole process of basically envisioning where you want to go for the year and beyond the year, looking into the future, and then coming up with a strategy after that. How do you turn the vision into a strategy, into an action plan? And then there's implementation. How do you implement? How do you create rituals and habits that are going to move you ahead? People think often that, oh, you have to, you know, come out in January 1st, you do your New Year's resolutions, and then things kind of fade away. So it's mm-hmm. like, how do you keep in action moving forward when you get into August and September and October, you know? Well, that's really the question, right? A lot of people just stop doing New Year's intentions because they never work or they fail. So what's different about your message than everybody else out there that's helping people set goals and that they never, ever fulfill? <laughs> well, I think it starts with taking that big picture. And when you watch the video of the event, you'll see we start with getting connected with what's really important to us. So I take everyone through what I call future focus. And you actually go into the future and you get to meet your future self. Mm-hmm. Ten years from now, you get to meet your future self and find out what does my life look like? What And, and we're tapping into our imagination and into our creative space and kind of taking that gremlin in our head and putting it aside for a little while and say, if I could do anything and if everything turned out just right, what does that look like? Mm -hmm. That alone creates inspiration. And it's like that big neon sign when you're stuck in the muck of the swamp, you can look up ahead and see that neon sign saying, remember, this is your future. This is your vision that you envision. Just that alone creates inspiration and movement. But we'll talk about more how you can break it down into actual 
to do's and, and movements. Yeah, because I'm, I, I'm really asking personally, I'm starting the Whole Life Challenge again, which is a six-week program to really clean out your, your eating. And I'm scared that I'm not going to be able to do it because I've tried a few times and failed. I've tried a few times and totally succeeded. But mm. since then, I failed. <laughs> so <laughs> I want to get back on track. Uh, I also want to start my days meditating and stretching. And for some reason, it has eluded me. Mm. So, you know, I'm hoping you'll give me some suggestions on how we, I can actually make it happen. Well, definitely. Let's definitely look at that today in, in today's show. Um, you know, you mentioned something about the need for me to always be improving and growing. Mm -hmm. And I said it's a human. It's built into humans. Um, Dr. Talban Jahar, he is a uh, university professor at Harvard University. He has the number one highest attended class in all of Harvard University's history. And his class is on happiness. Mm. And I just love that. A class yeah. on happiness at Harvard. Uh, his book is called Happier. And he says, to be happy, we need to identify and pursue goals that are both pleasurable and meaningful. Mm -hmm. So we, we're teleological beings. Telos from Greek meaning a target. We need to have a target, something we're moving toward. When we're moving toward something, a vision, a goal, and we're getting better day by day, we are happier. We feel better. Mm -hmm. So bottom line, people say, I don't really like to set goals or anything. They think that goals are limiting their freedom, but mm -hmm. it's the opposite. Goals actually create freedom when you set goals for the freedom that you want. And we've seen it work with Real Wealth Network. We've seen it with our members. So I think that's a big thing to hit on is the bottom line and the importance of that. So I, I think a huge one here, what you're talking about here is creating habits and creating rituals that move us in the right direction that change our makeup in a sense. And mm -hmm. that's what I love. I love this whole thing about deliberate practice and what it does in our brains. It's called neuroplasticity. And it actually, our brains change and get better as we work them in a way we want. So you talked about like whole life challenge, mm -hmm. just sticking to something and doing it on a regular basis. Don't count on motivation, but count on the discipline of it, yeah. moving that little by little. Each time you do something, it's difficult at first and it gets easier and easier. And what we're actually doing is we're changing our neural pathways. We're adding myelin in our brains that makes it easier to make a connection from neuron to neuron. And what I love about that is over time, that myelin layer builds up more and more and yeah. habits become easier and they're ingrained. It's like, that's why you can jump on a bike now, even if you haven't ridden a bike in a couple of years, because you laid down the myelin when you were young, learning how to ride a bike. Well, I am definitely ready to lay down some myelin on this. <laughs> exactly. I know. And I know so many of our listeners know this. Our daughter, Krista, knows this, that, you know, certain things just make you feel better. Eating right just makes you feel better. Mm -hmm. Stretching every day. Oh, every time I do it, I feel amazing. Yeah. Meditation. Oh, I just feel like I can handle the day. And a, and a workout. But over the last three months, other things have come into my life that have thrown me off my pattern. And mm -hmm. what used, what I used to be disciplined at, all of a sudden, you know, I, there was a wrench thrown in and I got thrown off. And even though I know these things are better for me, the discipline just isn't there or I just don't know how to do it differently when my pattern's thrown off. Yeah, yeah. Well, the, more travel. I mean, specifically, I've been traveling more. Yeah, and you know, I came up and obviously, you know, I believe in having a coach. Yeah. <laughs> having someone there and uh, to guide you, to hold you accountable, to hold up the mirror and say, how is it working? Uh, I was recently working with my coach and I came up with the idea of creating what I call my travel manifesto. And my mm -hmm. travel manifesto has... Uh, basically I looked at, wow, when I travel, I often just say, screw it. I'm just going to eat whatever I feel like eating. Yep. And I come back 10 pounds heavier and, or I, I drink too much or whatever it is. And so when my travel manifesto, I looked at what is enough, you know, mm -hmm. I know on the road is different, 
so how do I want it to be different? Instead of just saying like, well, I'm traveling, so I'm going to eat whatever I want. I just came up with some minimums, you know, it's like, even like having dessert with you instead of getting my own dessert or two, it's like, (laughs) okay, if I'm on the road and you and I are out celebrating and stuff that we get a dessert and we split it, Yeah, you know what I mean? And that's it. It's whereas in the past, when I didn't have my travel manifesto and my way of how I want to be, I would be like, well, I'm, I'm free right now. I can do whatever I want. I can eat whatever I want. So yeah. Bring me a second dessert, you know? A second? Oh, come on. You've been so impressive. I think you've broken records. Can we just talk about, since it's our anniversary, our honeymoon? If you want (laughs) to. Club Med. (laughs) It's all you can eat. And, you know, for whatever reason, this particular Club Med had a lot of Europeans. Mm. So Rich goes to... uh, basically get a, a huge platter of food and brings it to the table and the Europeans are like, oh, that's so sweet. You brought us all food. Desserts. <laughs> it's just well, desserts. Started with food yeah. and then desserts, <laughs> platters. Yeah. And, uh, and Rich is like, no, no, that's that's all mine. Anyway, <laughs> we know that without boundaries, uh, you'd look very differently. Without yes. Some... <laughs> oh, for sure. I need, I need my boundaries. We all do, right? <laughs> but anyway, so I love that piece about it that, you know, just one coming up with a game plan like my travel manifesto, you know, whatever it is for you, setting, these are my intentions, this is the way I want to be. And then committing to those those daily acts, those daily rituals, and it starts to change our neural makeup. And we actually develop our self-discipline. We become more disciplined the, the more we practice self-discipline. Yeah. Okay. Well, I'm, I'm really, like I said, I'm really looking forward to laying down that new myelin, but it's kind of like getting getting there is, is the challenge. So I, I've heard if you can get through 21 days, uh, that creates a new pattern. Uh, in some cases, it's literally just three days. If I can just cut sugar out uh, for three days and stretch for three days and kind of create new patterns, it, it seems like you could get there faster. But those first days are so hard. The first days can be the hardest. That's when it you know it helps to have support, external support, someone yeah. else, a, a buddy that you team up with, someone that holds you accountable, a coach, mm-hmm. you know, going hiring a personal trainer or whatever it might be, working with a nutritionist. But that's the difference. That's the difference. Yeah, it's like getting so started. And you said the 21 day thing. That is actually uh, back in the uh, late 70s, a motivational speaker just came up with this. I think it takes about 21 days to form a habit. And he started to say it and it started to become pseudoscience and started to get shared by other motivational <laughs> so speakers. So it's not completely <laughs> real. It does take, it can take anything from, like you said, it can take three or four days to form a habit, but it can take three or four months to form a habit. Mm -hmm. It all depends on how difficult that habit is to form. Uh, It's going to take longer, but the cool thing is the the longer you work at something and the more it takes discipline to to form that habit, you're going to be laying down even more myelin between your neurons, which makes that a stronger connection and it's going to become more of a solid habit. Yeah, so whether it's a good habit or a bad habit. Whether it's a good habit or a bad habit, yeah, you're laying down that neural pathway. Yeah. Exactly, and you're kind of like uh, anchoring it in. So yeah. So be careful what you yeah. Be, be careful what you anchor, mm-hmm. right? Exactly. Okay. Woo! Ready. I'm ready. Mm-hmm. So some of the other things that we go over in The Focus Investor is uh, how to create those rituals, how to come up with a way to set up healthy rituals that are good for your mind, your body, your spirit and how to move in the right direction and actually turn those into positive habits that are going to serve you. We look at setting a one-year intention, coming back and looking at the quarterly intention, talk about the big three. I go into a lot about why it's not a good idea to have a whole bunch of goals. Mm -hmm. Seems like it's a valuable thing, but the mind can really only effectively hold on to three main thoughts. Mm -hmm. So I think it's great to have a whole bunch of goals, just get them out of your head and onto paper so you capture them. 
but know your big three. What are your big three intentions for 2019? What's important to you where I could wake you up in the middle of the night and say, hey, hey, wake up and say, what are your three intentions for this year? And you'd be like, oh, I'll come out of a stupor and just go, oh, this, this, this. These are, mm-hmm. these are my goals. And the reason yeah. why is that activates what is called it's our, our reticular activating system, our RAS. It's at the base of our brain. And it's that filtering system in our brain, that supercomputer, that's always looking for things that we tell it to look for. Mm-hmm. So if you walk into a crowded room and everyone's talking and all of a sudden someone says your name, all of a sudden you hear it. When you are thinking about buying a Tesla and all of a sudden you're driving around and all of a sudden you start seeing Teslas everywhere, mm-hmm. that's your reticular activating system at work. So I think that's a real powerful thing. And I think that's the importance of doing future focus, seeing the vision and also getting super clear on what are those big three intentions for 2019? What do you really, really want to create? Because then you're putting that into your search window to your supercomputer, your brain saying, these are what I'm focused on this year. This is important to me. This is what I want to attract or create or build. And all of a sudden you start noticing the opportunities and the people and the connection and the resources that are going to help you achieve those things. So that's a huge one. Let's see if it works. What were your big three for 2018? My big three for 2018 was to be a fit, agile athlete at 199 pounds. And I did really well. I started after that big cruise. We came back and oh, I was man. 221 pounds <laughs> and I got down to 203. So I came really, really close to that goal. So it set me in the right direction. I didn't completely get to where I wanted to be, but now that's Q1 2019 you goal. Darn good, honey. Thank Woo. you. Thank Love you. it. So it better really help. That was a big one. Um, the other one was a big one for Real Wealth Network, uh, financial goal where we wanted to be and to make the Inc. 5000 list of America's fastest growing companies for the third year in a row. Boom. <laughs> Nailed it and did it. Surpassed our goal for revenue, surpassed our goal for the amount of members that we wanted to attract to Real Wealth Network. Now over 42,000 members on track for 50,000 by 2020, which is our big goal that we set in 2013. Mm -hmm. So that was a huge one. So it was was a good year. So on track. Yeah. Have you set your 2019 yet? I did. You did? I'm behind. I haven't done it yet. I (laughs) will. Awesome. Okay. So what are yours for 2019? Well, I think that everyone should just go, they should attend Focus Investor, watch watch that, Mm -hmm. watch the video and get their set right now. I think before and next, I'm going to share that later. You're going to share it later. Okay. Perfect. Well, uh, I think we are at 20 minutes. So again, if you just go to realwealthshow.com and click on the Learn tab, Mm -hmm. then you'll be able to find all of our archived webinars, our free education, and our presentations at our Focused Investor Seminar. Perfect. And the final thing that I mentioned was that life balance wheel. Mm -hmm. And the life balance wheel is where you can take a snapshot of your life right now. It's the 10 major areas of your life. And you can give each area a rating from zero to 10, 10 being the best, fully satisfied, zero at the bottom being yuck, (laughs) not working. And it's really cool because it allows you to get a visual snapshot of your life right now, how things are working. And it's a real powerful tool to look at that and say, wow, if right now my finances, I would say I'm like a five satisfaction wise, you can look at that and say, okay, if it were, let's say a six or a seven or an eight, what would that look like? What's the Mm -hmm. difference? And it helps in goal setting and smart goal setting so you can move move ahead with uh, better focus. Yeah, you know, I think a lot of times people might say, I feel like a five, I want to be a 10. That's a big leap. Yeah. So just start with, okay, a 10 might look like this, but what would get me to a six? Yeah. And that's, yeah. you know, I was a coach for almost 20 years now and coaching clients and hearing from everything from very successful CEOs to homemakers to solopreneurs to chiropractors, everything, and watching this tool and 
asking questions and drawing out from my clients, I found that, that you, taking the leap of someone like, what would a 10 look like? It's too far out there. Sometimes mm-hmm. you can't even conceptualize it. So yeah, that little micro step, like, okay, you're a five right now. What would a six be like? You know, mm-hmm. and they like, oh, just I'd have this much more in savings or I'd have this much less debt or I'd have, you know, an, an eight would be like, I, I own three investment properties, you know, mm-hmm. that's cool. Uh, I really like that. Love that. Okay. Yeah. And, and so again, you could find that wheel on our website, mm-hmm. uh, actually on the show notes. For the yeah. We'll have it right in the show mm-hmm. notes. Yep. With yeah. the video and, and all a that. link to the video. Perfect. Perfect. All right. Again, that's uh, realwellshow.com. Wonderful. Well, it looks like we better get out there. I see a lineup already for the chair left. Yeah, and I want people to are hiking across, <laughs> hiking across with skis and snowboards, ready to get on a lift. So let's get out there. All right. Thank you all so much for joining us here on The Real Wealth Show. And have a wonderful start to your 2019. Bye-bye. Thanks, Rich. All right. Thank you. Bye-bye.